0: Titan, M-R-I, or call them today at 672-6644. Picked up by the Gators at the
1: 35. Touchdown! Welcome to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier.
2: The Gators have won the ball!
1: Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC Steve Spurrier on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We welcome you into yet another edition of Inside the
3: Huddle. I'm Steve Russell alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Brad's going <laughs> to produce today... Uh, well, we got a lot of ground to cover. We'll look back at uh, Florida-Georgia, look ahead to Felipe Francis return. Arkansas comes to town, going to go around the SEC, some games coming up this weekend. I can't wait to get to the top four, because that's going to be just an interesting pick of what we do. But uh, I-, I told these guys all- off-air, uh, I thought about them both, uh, both uh, Shane and Coach, because the uh, Florida beat Georgia. I know those guys really happy. To see that, Coach, I'll start with you. Though uh, you, you watch this game unfold, mm-hmm. and it, you know Georgia had mm-hmm. some people out, but you, you you better have an offense today in today's game because as good as their defense is, they
0: couldn't keep up with Florida. That's exactly right. I'll take my mask off now, Steve. But uh, just want to uh, encourage all of our. Listeners out there, wear those masks. That's the best thing we can do. The virus is on the uptick, as we all know, record-setting every day. Let's make sure we're not a victim of this thing. But anyway, the team that can score now is a team that uh, that wins championships. Uh, I read in the paper that uh, uh, Joe Burrow, Kyle Trask, is doing what he's doing. You know, all those 22 touchdown passes, first five games and all that. So uh, hopefully we can have that finish, and we have a chance. We have a chance, and we all know that. But, yeah, for uh, Coach Mullen, by the way, he's one of my coaches of the week, uh, to get that monkey off your back. You don't want to lose to the Bulldogs three in a row. Or or two in a row, if you can help it. But, uh, yeah, we needed to beat those guys. And, uh, we had a big first half offensively. Didn't do all that great second half, but we had the lead, and we needed to protect it. So I thought the play calling was fine. Georgia probably made a few adjustments in their coverages that second half. But uh, wonderful win. Our defense is much, much better. Two of 13 third downs is what Georgia did after making 12 the year before. So uh, it was it was good. Good win. All three phases. Uh, Evan McPherson kicked a couple of 50 yard field goals. So uh, really big win for the Gators. Now we've got to get ready for Arkansas.
3: You know, Shane, in watching that game, uh, a lot of fans have talked about the wide receivers and running the wheel routes and and becoming involved in the passing game. But that's coaching. I mean, we hadn't really seen that. Well, obviously, the coaches saw something because that was a big part of the offense Saturday.
4: Yeah, it goes to show you it's what coaches do during COVID when you're not doing anything or in the summertime. You know, they take an opponent for a week and break them down. And, and obviously Coach Mullen and his staff saw uh, a weakness in the Georgia defense or, or where they could attack it, you know, with these little pick uh, wheel routes. And uh, the, the great thing about it was, you know, Coach and I have talked about this a bunch of times. Something works, coaches don't ever call it again. But, damn, we called it eight or nine look. times,
0: and it worked every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first half, uh, those wheel routes were definitely hitting. and uh, But it was interesting. Uh, we were talking about Georgia's first play. They shifted four guys, you know, around and handed it off, and nobody touched him. And I told my wife, Jerry, we're sitting up there. I said, I bet they don't run that play again the rest of the game. She said, oh, they just made 75 yards. I said, no, they'll forget about it. And I don't <laughs> think they did, did nope. they? Nope. They did, never so. ran it, I don't think. But that's what coaches do. They forget that, hey, that one worked. Let's try it again until they stop it. But anyway, that's another story. But uh, yeah, we uh, our safety sort of got tangled up inside. We should have contained that thing and at least made him cut back. But that that was a good play for the Bulldogs there. Yeah, they, they get paid. They coach too. Yep. Um, all right, yep. let's do uh, our first segment here.
3: It is. Uh, Play of the Week brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. What do you got, Shane? My Play of the Week, Steve,
4: and I don't know if it had anything on the outcome of the game, but I thought it was a huge play in the Florida-Georgia game. Georgia throws a touchdown to go up 14-0. That's when the kid broke his ankle. But the hit that I think Torrance put on Stetson Bennett on his throwing shoulder, uh, I don't know if it would have changed the outcome of the game because I think Florida was the better football team. But after that, Bennett couldn't really throw the football. And I thought that was a huge
0: play in the football game. Okay. What do you got, Coach? Oh, let's see. A huge play in the game. I'm going to take that uh, little drag pass that Shorter caught. Uh, okay, I think, were we down – 14-7 or 14-0 mm-hmm. was that first or second touchdown I
4: think it was our first touchdown it might
0: have been the first one and I think it was about a third and five sixth play or so and uh, Pitts was out flanked to the left and he ran a little slant he had three dudes on him and Shorter was able to get a screen <laughs> he, they had three on Pitts and he came underneath caught it you know and went for a touchdown but that's third down play I'm pretty sure and uh, when you can score touchdowns instead of field goals uh, you got a chance to win as we all know uh, Garrett Gilbert and the Dallas Cowboys they had to Phil field goals in that Sunday game. And uh, that's the reason they were losers. But, uh, yeah, you got to get those touchdowns when you're down there. And we were fortunate to get that one. My play is the Grimes catch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: first of all, to go up and use you know, his frame to go up and get it. But as two quarterbacks sitting here, he threw that ball where his dude could get it. I mean, you, you, terrific throw and terrific catcher. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's what Kyle has done so well. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't highly touted. He's not a five-star, but he knows how to play the position. Mm-hmm. He's accurate, and he has all the different pitches and knows when to throw them. And his accuracy is giving
0: these guys chances to make plays. Yeah, that uh, fade or sort of go route, whatever you want to call it, Kyle Trask can throw that thing about one yard in from the boundary and up outside where our guy can get his two hands on it. And uh, I, I'm sure they work on that all the time, but he is beautiful at throwing that particular pass.
3: Yeah, sweet play in the game.
0: Okay, time now for
3: mm-hmm. questions of the week, brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And we had a lot of questions for uh, Stephen Shane today. You can send your questions to questions at Inside the Huddle, HBC. All right, here we go, Coach. Um, This is from Gary in California. Who was the better QB, Dougie or Jesse Palmer? Uh, Jesse had that Tennessee game for the Gators. (laughs) Doug had the FSU
0: 97 game. Oh, I'm not going to pick which one of those is the best uh, because they both had their moments. Uh, And I'll tell you one thing Jesse did, and I've told him many times, that uh, 91-yard drive we had up in Knoxville in uh, 2000 uh, was the best. Uh, fourth quarter drive of the 12 years I was here wow. because we were uh, Tennessee had the lead they were running out the clock and they had a third and two if they make it the game's over and Shane they ran that uh, weak side eye formation stretch play and we had the safety up there and we stopped him for no gain and they punted down to our nine yard line and we had a few passes here there. it is one Jabbar Kafney sort of caught and it went down through his belly and they'd already signaled touchdown. Uh, I'm glad that we didn't have the replay. review. <laughs> review back in those days. Yeah. yeah, replay would have said, ooh, I don't think he really had that one. But uh yeah, the Tennessee fans, they they had circled the field. They're getting ready to storm the field. They thought they had us beat. And then they all sat around and looked at each other when the game was over. It was sort of <laughs> it was sort of neat. But uh now Dougie had some great moments too. The uh I think the ninety seven Tennessee game uh here in the swamp, uh he I think we beat him 33-23, to 23, something like that. But he, that was, one, I think, one of his best games. He got hit a couple of times. Back then, they used to let guys come in and hit you in the face. Shane will tell you. And that linebacker, little. I mean, he sprinted and hit him head on one play there. And Dougie just sort of got up and looked at him and said, You can't hurt me. Give me your best shot. <laughs> so, uh, now they both had some really good, good moments in their career. Uh, Kevin says uh, – when Florida plays
3: Vanderbilt, it'll be their fourth game being played at noon out of six games. Why do you think so many scheduled
0: early? Yeah, just the TV. Uh, you know, they try to get the big game of the week at three thirty, I guess, and, and then the other ones they rotate. I think between seven and and the noon game. Uh, but yeah, our, our guys are we're okay with that. We we can play at noon, play at any time, and that's that's what as a coach you got to tell your guys. It doesn't matter when we play. So. Uh, we we do the same uh, pregame stuff four hours before the meal and then the little meetings and walkthroughs and so forth. So uh, time shouldn't uh, matter that much.
3: Jim and Alachua, did Coach Mullen and his staff out-scheme Kirby Smart and his staff on Saturday?
0: Had some excellent plays, right. Uh, I thought uh, Dan Mullen, Brian Johnson, Billy Gonzalez and those guys really had some good patterns. Pass patterns, getting guys open. And, of course, Kyle made the beautiful throws. And and our offensive line, they are much better, Steve. They they had yep. ex- excellent protection just about the whole game. Uh, Holly said, Mr. Spurrier, was that Kyle Trask-Heisman game? He's in the hunt. I was listening to one of those national radio guys, and they got four quarterbacks uh, they're talking about now, although Trevor Lawrence being out with the COVID a couple of weeks, I don't know if that's going to really hurt him or, or not. We'll have to wait and see. But obviously, Justin Fields up there, uh, Kyle, and uh, who's the other Mack one? Mac Jones. Mac, Alabama quarterback. Yep. Yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah. I tell you, the Notre Dame kid made some plays, didn't he, this hey, week? He we played phenomenal. Yeah, that was his game. best game. Yeah, it was his best game ever. So, uh, But those quarterbacks are the ones they're talking about now. Uh, Jamie and Valdosta, for both of you, uh, should Clemson get a pass
3: for losing in double overtime to Notre Dame without Lawrence? Well, Lawrence wasn't the issue. I mean, their
4: quarterback threw for like 440-something yards and three touchdowns. D.J., however you pronounce his name, he played well. Clemson's issue was defensively. Their linebacker play and their safety play was not very good, and, and Notre Dame attacked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll get another opportunity probably in the ACC championship game to play Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and I think if they beat Notre Dame, they'll be back in the mix. They'll
0: be in the mix, yeah. Yeah, what was surprising when Clemson scored right there to the end of the game, uh, Notre Dame had to go the distance – and i They threw a pass right down the middle of the field, about 35 yards, and nobody was near the guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, got down to the five-yard line and made a nice play. And the kid made a great catch to score. But, yeah, you would think Clemson would have a safety in the deep middle of the field, but they played some kind of two or four coverage. I don't know what you call it. Uh, but they left the middle wide open, and uh, Notre Dame wins the game. Uh, Frank in Colorado, <clears throat> should the Notre Dame administration
3: be held responsible for the fans rushing the field. Brian Kelly said that that could potentially happen before the game. What could happen before the game? Fans rushing the field. Why would anybody rush it before the game? In other words, th- there was the thought that if Notre Dame won oh, this game, oh. fans would rush the field, and that's what they did. So should they be held accountable for well, it? Well,
4: I-, I know in the SEC you're fined, what, $250,000 or mm-hmm. something like that? And it's impossible to storm the field here. Uh, they do a really good job uh, allowing kids not to do that
0: yeah you can prevent that if you really want to i think uh, but everybody has different rules the acc at clemson they storm the field all the time but in sec we we have rules you can't come out so uh i think the universities have to just keep emphasizing it and uh i mean the notre dame president uh he got the COVID at one of those trump rose garden events i think mm-hmm. where justice uh amy barrett coney was uh Named, And uh, so he came back to campus with the COVID, and the students wanted him fired, which I don't blame him a little bit. You've been on our butts to stay away from throngs, <laughs> and you go to the President's Rose Garden and get it and bring it back to Notre Dame. So they, they both can argue with each other, I think, right now. Max
3: and Crescent Beach, Shane called the Indiana upset over Michigan last week. Should Harbaugh be worried about his job?
4: Yeah, I mean, gosh, they, they, uh, they, they aren't a very good football team. I think we all got fooled how they looked against uh, Minnesota, but everybody's been going up down the field Mm -hmm. in Minnesota. But, yeah, you got to think the pressure is definitely mounting there.
0: Yeah, Michigan is uh, – they're just in turmoil. Whether or not he can turn it around uh, this year, we'll just have to wait and see. But if they – I don't know how many games they'll play, what, eight or ten, hopefully, uh, close to that. Uh, But if he goes 500 and so forth – Uh, They may work out some kind of peace settlement or something. I don't know. But (laughs) he makes so much money that uh, I don't know if he's got three or four more years on it. I I have no idea. Uh, PJ and Pensacola seem like Mullen and the Gators still love Felipe
3: Franks, but should they be worried about him coming back to the Swamp?
0: Heck yeah, they're gonna be worried about him. Worried about everybody. And he's uh he's developed. Uh he's he's playing the best ball he's ever played. I think he's just you know, he's the quarterback there and uh they, they don't throw, you know, fifty times a game. They throw twenty five or so. And they run it pretty well. And good. run it pretty well. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit more uh, controlled. Uh, but he's uh yeah, he's he's I think physically and mentally uh, he, he's maybe better than he was here. Here, he'd like to argue with the crowd all the time, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> they, they were fighting each other. So, uh, so Arkansas fans, they don't, they don't fight with their quarterback. So I think he's, he's at peace and he's playing really well. Right, Shane? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yep. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Ooh, where do I go from there? Uh, yeah. Evan in Gainesville. Can the Gators hang with Alabama if they make the SEC championship game?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Go ahead.
4: Shane. Oh, I think so. Yep. I, you know, it's, Look, Florida should be playing Alabama. I mean, we have to lose twice, not two. Um, and we don't want to look ahead. You know, the old coach speak one game at a time, which we're going to do. But can you imagine Florida at 9-1, and Alabama at 10-0 and for the SEC title to get into the 14 playoff? And the sad thing is it's not going to be a packed house. Right. You know, the atmosphere won't be the same. Now, we'll still go play, but it, it would be a heck of a game.
0: Yeah. It's pointing to that direction, but uh, you know there's still a lot of ball left, and like Shane said, uh, we'd have to lose two of the. Well, we got five left, uh, four, five, five. five I, think. I think, yeah, yeah. If we play LSU that last game, right? Yeah, so uh, it looks good, but still we got to go play. You can't ever count any anybody out.
3: Ernest in Jacksonville Beach. Garrett Gilbert played well for the Cowboys, almost beat the Steelers. Mm. Got to be proud
0: to have your Apollos QB. Can mm. he carve out a decent career in the NFL? Uh, Garrett's a good player. I think everybody watched him say, hey, this guy can play. He can make decisions, throw the ball. Uh, I talked to him after the game. I said, you guys, they only threw the ball in the end zone, I think, once the whole game, Shane. And that was a touchdown pass mm-hmm. to C.C. Lamb uh, second first or second quarter. And then they got down there, and they tried to run, run, and third and ten. Pittsburgh, they're a little smarter than most defensive teams, Steve. They, they packed that zone back around the goal line, and really there was nowhere to throw it uh, on third and eight and so forth. So if you want to upset the best team in NFL right now, Pittsburgh got the best record anyway, you got to score touchdowns. touchdown. You can't kick four field goals, which they did uh, when they were down there. Just uh, – maybe one, one or two touchdowns instead of field goals, uh, they would have been the winner. But he's a good player, and uh, hopefully he gets a chance to even open up and uh, throw a little bit more this, uh, this coming week.
3: All right, we'll see if we can run through these. Uh, John, Michael, and Yuli Tua continues to grow in Miami. Currently, the Dolphins have a playoff spot. Do you see star potential in him? What do you look for in a star quarterback as a coach? Skill, mojo, what do you look for?
0: Go ahead, Shane. well, I
3: mean he played much better
4: uh, than he did in week one. I think he'll continue getting better he's He's on a good football team i, I gosh, the dolphins are very good defensively, and uh you mm-hmm. know Tua's accurate if he can just stay healthy, I think he'll have a really good career.
0: He scrambled around a couple of times and got out of it uh you know last week. I saw those highlights, and he's got to be careful when he got hurt uh I think it was at Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. He got out of the pocket. He held it, held it, and held it, and then he got hit. And he could have thrown it away just one second before, and he would not have had that hit. So, uh, yeah, don't, don't, sometimes when a play is not there, it's best to throw it away or dump it off and live to fight another down, as they say. So try to stay out of harm's way uh, the best he can. That's what my suggestion for him would be. Mike and
3: Middleburg, ugly game for Brady and the Bucks. What happened in Tampa? They were humiliated by the Saints. Well, the Saints humiliated them in Week
4: One too. So mm-hmm. obviously, Saints have a beat on the Bucks offense. Uh, they'll probably meet again eventually, maybe in the playoffs. So they're going to have to figure figure what's what. What are the Saints doing to stymie them?
0: Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, what was the final thirty? Thirty-eight 30, three. Thirty-eight three. Thirty-eight yep. three. 30, yeah, that was a beat down, and. Uh, you know, sometimes you can have a real bad game, and obviously the Bucks did, but they can bounce back. They can bounce back, so it'll be interesting to see what they do this week. Uh, whatever New Orleans did defensively, look for the next team to do that. You know, it's a copycat uh, league, as really all sports are, and that's one reason Mississippi State is struggling on offense. People are playing the same defense on yep. them, and uh, their plan is uh, not real great against that, obviously. Jesse in Somerville
3: for Coach. We know how much you love golf. How's your golf game? Who do you have winning the Masters? And have you ever played Augusta?
0: Yeah, I played Augusta. Uh, Hootie Johnson, the former chairman up there, actually played football at South Carolina. And uh, actually, his son in law invited me and a couple of coaches uh, once a year. Uh, so I played there, oh, I played there, Oh, twelve, fourteen 12, 14 times, something like that, probably. Uh, but Pepper Rogers, when I was at Georgia Tech, Shane. Uh, Pepper got us all on Augusta National. They had a Yellow Jacket Booster Club meeting in Augusta. And he said, fellas, I got us on. you got to play with a member, but they had about four members. We had guys out there playing in tennis shoes oh. on Augusta oh. National. Some of the coaches that really didn't play golf, but shh, they said, heck, I'm going to play Augusta National. So that's the first time I ever played. That was way back in 78. Uh, and then I've played uh, several times since then and so forth. But, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place, a a really fun experience, and, uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Last question. Seth in Panama City. Virginia Tech lost to Liberty after icing the kicker
3: went wrong. This is a newish thing with coaches, but it seems to backfire and not work more often than it works. What are your thoughts on the trend? Well, ask the coach.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, when a guy's attempting a 59-yarder.
3: Why do it?
0: I don't yeah. think I'd do that. Now, if he's down around the twenty twenty-five on the hash or something, I would I would jump in there maybe at the last moment. Uh, but I guess uh, Fente's jumped in there late, and of course the guy kicked it, they blocked it, and Virginia Tech uh, picked it up and scored. It looked like they'd won the game, uh, but then after that, so they come back and they say, "Well, we got to put those eight seconds back on the clock." So, uh, Liberty coach Hugh Freeze says. Maybe I can pick up seven or eight yards in, in eight seconds. So they, nobody covered a guy out there. They were playing for the Hail Mary, from what I heard. I didn't see it on TV. So they throw a hitch pass, and the guy makes about eight yards, gets out of bounds. And now they got a 51 yarder that the guy makes to win the game. Yep. Uh, why you would do it at 59, <laughs> 59 yards is incredible.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, uh, lots of great questions. And again, uh, if you want questions for coach, uh, you can send them to questions at com. Question of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet. We'll take a break, come back. Much more coming up as you listen to Inside the Huddle, ESPN 98 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
5: Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this
0: is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville is going to be one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate.
2: The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new, car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street online at gainesvillechevy.com see dealer for complete details
4: This is Shane Matthews thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself Steve Russell and the head ball coach Steve Spurrier for more Gator insight interviews with Gator greats and a wide range of sports media make sure you check out my podcast Pod up with Matthews in the morning Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m.
6: Pod up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator
5: legend. Hey, Gator Nation. I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators.
0: Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida
5: Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most.
7: Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker, M.M. Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today. At 352 562 1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com.
1: The tailgate with Chef Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at four right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier right here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
4: Worry less with crime prevention security systems by
3: preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. You want to get a call in on our Campus USA phone line, 392-8255, 392-8255. But now we'll go to Team of the Week, guys, brought to you by Celebration Point, future homeless burgers, Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Team of the Week, Shane. Uh. It's the Notre
4: Dame Fighting Irish. Yeah. Uh, I tipped my hat to them. I thought they played an outstanding football game. Ian Book was unbelievable. I thought the plan that Notre Dame had against the Clemson defense was great.
0: Mm-hmm. i tell you who I'm going to go with, uh, Steve, the Maryland Terps. Now, let me tell you what they've done that has never been done before, somebody said. They were 18-and-a-half-point underdogs last week when they beat – did they beat? But they were 27-and-a-half underdogs against Penn State this week, and they won both of them. So it was the most points, underdogs, two weeks in a row that anybody could remember. And they got clobbered week one by Northwestern. That's who it was, yeah. Yeah. They got clobbered the first week. So anyway, Mike Locksley, John Hoke, uh, good friend, uh, defensive coordinator here the last couple of years I was here. Uh, is their defensive coordinator. I think Ron Zook's Zucker's up there. Zooker's up there, Zucker's up there helping an out the yep. Terps. So we got a Gator connection up there. And, uh, and in fact, Loxley was an assistant mm-hmm. here yes. with Zook. He was offensive coordinator. Yeah, he yeah. was Zook for a while. So uh, those guys in Little Tua, I call him Little Tua. It's Tua's little brother, uh, Ta- Talio or something, I think. Talio or owner. no. Yeah, I don't Talio.
4: know how to pronounce it.
0: Uh, he's been playing well. He's been playing well. they got some momentum. And uh, look, watch out for the Terps.
3: I, I always try to look for like these buried statistics. My team of the week is Iowa State. The reason they're five and one in conference play for the first time ever. Gee. Ever. It's been a hundred and eight years mm-hmm. since they won a conference championship. One hundred and eight years. Gee. So that's why I give it to the Cyclones because mm-hmm. they're five and one in the conference for the first time. That's uh, Team of the Week brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurriers, mm-hmm. Gridiron Grill. Coach of the Week brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, the best Cuban food in Gator Country. Shane. It's uh, Brian Kelly uh, at Notre Dame. I just thought, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I thought
4: their plan was very, very, very good against Clemson.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Uh, Dan Mullen, I mentioned earlier, uh, sort of gets the monkey off his back, beating Georgia. You don't have to hear about how Kirby Smarts held him to two or three touchdowns or something like that anymore. So that's just a good win. I remember. Uh, Sort of the team we needed to beat was FSU. Shane, they clobbered us the first year, but the second year we got them 14 to nine here. So anytime you lose two or two or three in a row to a team, uh, you start shaking a little bit when you play them again. You know, you try too hard, things like that. And I really believe that's why when, when we started beating Georgia, it was easier to keep beating them because they they would get a little shaky. That oh gosh, how, how are we going to beat these guys? So. It's good to beat them. Good to beat Georgia. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, Loxley and Maryland would be me, my other coach of the week. Yep, Coach Mullen would be mine. The big mm-hmm. win for Florida. Mm-hmm. And
3: uh, that is a, a huge win in a lot of ways for the Gators. We'll take a break. Come back. Can't wait to get the guys here to give us your top four teams. Uh, and we're going to look ahead to Florida, Arkansas. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to
4: families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net
8: con uh, I need mean
6: the English version today, please.
8: Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Café. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like Ropa Vieja and Arroz con Pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Café, a proud supporter of the Florida Game.
5: Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators.
0: Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators.
5: Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to info technology, things change
6: fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master.
1: From pylon to pylon, oh, we are your home for all things football. 63-yard touchdown,
9: and the ballgame is tied.
1: You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here. On ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
0: At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. If you want to get on uh, the Campus USA
3: phone line, talk to the guys here. You can if you have a question, 392 Five, five. But time now for our top four teams. This should be fun. Uh, brought to you by uh, Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times with more TVs than anybody. You can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Okay, Shane, top four. I got Alabama at one. I got Notre Dame at two. Wow.
4: Three, I got Ohio State. And then four, I have three teams, Steve, <laughs> the Tide. I got the Gators, the Aggies. And Clemson.
3: Wow.
0: Okay. All right, Coach, what do you got? Okay, I've got, uh, obviously, Alabama first, uh, Ohio State in their second, and... Uh, who, who Notre was? Dame? Notre Dame, they're undefeated, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. got to put them in there. Yeah, and, and I took Clemson out. They they hadn't played very well the last few games. But in fourth place... Uh, <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of ties. I got, I got <laughs> Florida and A&M like you do. Yeah. But I also got to give a little love to Cincinnati uh-huh. and Brigham Young. They're yep. undefeated. Yeah. Yep. So uh, give those two guys uh, right there a little love also. Well, it's not four, but <laughs> but I understand. Tell
3: me though, who if, if if let's just assume for conversation's sake, guys that we put in some form Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson in some form top four, okay. If you had to choose between A and M and Florida, who would you put at five? Well, obviously we're gay. Uh, You take your orange and blue glasses
4: off. Yes, you would have to go with A and M because they they beat beat Florida, Florida. right? Mm -hmm.
3: But we're—I feel like we're a better football team than they are. But although they've been playing a lot better, yes, they have. Mm -hmm. They found their offense. Mm -hmm. Um, But interesting. And then, coach, I'm right with you. Mm -hmm. You you know, I've been on Cincinnati's bandwagon Mm -hmm. a long time. They—they're impressive. BYU, you know Boise was ranked, and they B- just you love their quarterback. I right?
4: have liked him since his freshman year. You know, I don't want to compare him to Pat Mahomes, but he's got a his kind of mobility. He can he makes all the different throws. You know,
3: the side arms, and he, he's an athlete, and he can play, he can play. It, it's going to be as this season winds down. It's going to be so interesting to see what the committee does here, mm-hmm. because look at just look at what's happened this week in the SEC. postponed Mississippi State and Auburn LSU and Alabama is in jeopardy because of COVID and at, at LSU um, and Arkansas won't have you know Sam Pittman to, to coach here they're fortunate to have a guy in Barry Odom who's going to head coach but you just don't know week to week how this is going to affect everything you know how many games get played you know Wisconsin hasn't played in a while at some this is going to be interesting at the end of the year with, for this committee
2: yeah,
4: it really is, and uh, even think about it. If if everybody plays, we know some games are going to be canceled. But what do you do if you have a nine and one A and M team? We go to we go to Atlanta at nine and one guess a ten and one a ten and O Alabama. We beat Alabama, so now you've got three teams in the SEC with all one loss that all beat, beat each, each other.
0: other. Yep. Yeah, that would be interesting if that that were to occur. Uh, yeah, how many games we play is going to be. Uh, I heard somebody talking, uh, one of the guys recently, and uh, he did mention that uh, college football players that get to COVID, uh, you know, after a week or 10 days, they're, they're almost all okay. We've not had any serious guys have to go on the ventilator and things like that. I don't know if that'll weigh into what w- what happens down the road, uh, but certainly uh, young, athlete athletic-type uh, people are not harmed as much as uh, older people and so forth. What was interesting
4: about it, we all know Trevor Lawrence had COVID, mm-hmm. but here he is on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. didn't understand game.
3: that. Yeah. I, aren't you supposed to be, like, quarantined or... or-
0: Trace? Tra- I don't know. Hey, yeah. he must have tested negative, but you have to wait three or four days. Is the only thing I can figure. Yeah. Well, but he was right, be, there. Yeah, yeah, right there. He was a good cheerleader for him. Yeah. you got to give him credit for that.
3: Uh, okay, uh, Coach, ready for Chalk Talk? Brought to you by okay. Meldon Law with over
0: 40 years okay. of experience. Okay. Meldon Law, where you matter most. All right, Coach. Okay, a couple of my, of my favorite plays uh, this week. I'm going to try to draw up two of them. Uh, somebody said. Georgia has never seen the wheel route before, it looks like, because we hit about all of them in that first half uh, with the halfback and the tight ends. So I'm going to try to draw up uh, one on each side of the field here. Uh, All right. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay, the first one, uh, this guy was playing bump and run out here. Uh, We're... Uh, we won't worry about this side of the field so here's, here, here they are, they're in man to man here's our, our halfback he's got him, he's got him Kyle, uh, we won't worry about this side of the field alright, this guy sort of stuttered a little bit and run in here and he sort of got in this guy's way a little bit which is perfectly legal they're sort of, and then here goes our guy 100 miles an hour down through here and so he, he finally gets around and he's trailing him a little bit and Kyle throws a beautiful pass down in there and away we go Uh, And that's this that's one of the ways we hit the halfback. I think we had about two other ways didn't we Shane? Mm -hmm. but that was one that hit beautifully and uh, And then the other one I really liked also We're we're over on this side of the field and we got uh, we got a guy on the line and we got a couple guys off sort of what what they call that bunch formation and uh, And they're playing man-to-man again. So he's got he's got one He's got one and here's a guy here. He's got one and what they're sort of doing I'll take, this guy says, I'll take the one that comes this way. And he he said, well, if one goes that way, I'll take him. Or if this guy, they sort of pick him up the direction they go. So what we did, we ran this guy right straight at him. He went, and this guy went right straight at him and took him. So now this guy, nobody's cutting in there. And this guy hesitated just a hair, and then he went flying down the sideline. Another touchdown. So well-designed. And the way our guys executed was beautifully. Now, what they should have done, if they could, was this guy fall off. You know, him fall off him. But they they get confused when you get in these bunch sets a little bit. So just a little hesitation. So so he covers him, and he covers him, and, and then you go like that. Mm-hmm. If these guys had just run like this, uh, he would not have been open. So it's the angle of those pass receivers. They created the, the play
4: there. Yeah, and, it, you know, that's the, the staff did a tremendous job because Georgia plays a, that – that them and Alabama, because it's, it's Nick Saban's quarters combo coverages, and it's a lot of reading and communication. And, you know, I saw one time, Coach, we had four receivers to one side with the back to that side. So you got five guys to one side. We shifted the tight end over by himself. Then we motioned a guy, and then we ran a wheel right off of that. But by – Every time we move somebody, it changes the responsibilities as underneath linebacker safety guys, their responsibility. Who's, you know, if this guy, as you said, if this guy comes here, I got him if he goes there. But we did a tremendous job making those guys think. And if you think, you're you're late.
3: All right. That's uh, our Chalk Talk with Coach brought to you by Meldin Law with over 40 years of experience. Meldin Law, where you matter most. Stay with us. We're going to talk Florida-Arkansas. We're going to get some picks for some important games coming up around college football this weekend. That's all on Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
5: Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up
0: hi this is steve spurrier here and i have some wonderful news for the gator nation our new restaurant spurrier's is opening at celebration point spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate gator victories anniversaries birthdays whatever there's no better place than celebration point in gainesville spurrier's going to be one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food i'll see you at celebration point where the gators come to celebrate
5: Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators.
7: Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker M.M. Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby. Today at 352 562 1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com.
6: When it comes to infotechnology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master.
1: Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the Radio app.
4: Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them
3: today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Now, time for Games to Look For, brought to you by My IT Masters, your one stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Guys, I, I picked some games. But I'm going to ask, also ask some questions in here uh, when it comes to some of these games. Uh, all right, interesting game with Maryland, Coach. Ohio State plays Maryland hmm. at Maryland this week. Can Maryland give them a game?
0: Uh, probably not, but uh, who knows? Uh, but I would think Ohio State would be favored two or three touchdowns.
4: Well, I'm surprised at how Maryland's playing after I saw them against uh, Northwestern on you know, week one, but anything crazy thing a couple turnovers here or there you just
3: you never know uh it's 2020 crazy things are happening mm-hmm. justin fields in his career at ohio state 52 touchdowns three picks hmm. wow 52 touchdowns that's impossible that's crazy isn't it but that's I didn't, what he's I didn't got know that. yeah mm-hmm. texas a&m at tennessee i just
4: i have not been on the tennessee bandwagon like yeah. some people all year long i don't think they're very good uh, I think A&M is rolling right now. I think they're uh, they're running the football well. Kellum Mond's playing out of his mind. I think the Aggies mm-hmm. beat them handily.
0: I do, too. Tennessee is uh, uh, sort of can't score in the second half. Uh, starting rumors that Peyton Manning may come back and coach. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. One of my buddies up there, I think, started that rumor, but who knows. <laughs>
3: wow. Yeah. Um,
0: how about um, this one?
3: Wisconsin, Michigan. Well, uh, it's that's
4: an intriguing game. I mean with, with Michigan's issues. Uh Wisconsin's only played one game mm-hmm. and they look good. I don't know if who's gonna play quarterback. I guess that, I guess all those quarterbacks that got the virus are eligible to they're play. Right playing, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll lean towards the, the Badgers.
0: Yeah, Wisconsin, uh, Barry Alvarez, their AD, said, We got everybody ready, so I think they're going to play it this week. So yeah. I, I would think Wisconsin is ready to have a big win.
3: Yeah, can you imagine getting beaten at Michigan Ooh. if you're Jim Well, there are or... not going to be any fans in the stands, yeah. so <laughs> I guess that, that'll help. Yeah. Um, okay, interesting game here, too. <clears throat> um, South Carolina was just, had it handed to them. They go to Ole Miss. Mm.
4: I mean, the, the, the Rebels are good on offense. They're, they're very good. I, I just don't know how South Carolina can keep up. They can't score.
0: Yeah, they're struggling uh, right now, and Ole Miss has got some life. They, could, they can score touchdowns. So, uh, but, you know, South Carolina, they may play a little bit better on the road right now. They had that big win at Vandy. So they are on the road, and, uh, gosh, they, they, they were really bad at home the last game. So maybe maybe that will help the game, Cox. All right,
3: some questions here for you.
0: Indiana plays at Michigan State.
3: Indiana 3 and 0 for the first time since 1988. Do they make it 4 and 0? I'm going to say yes. Uh Michigan State,
4: I don't I mean they're 1 and 2. They've lost mm-hmm. to some bad teams. They beat Michigan, but mm-hmm. I don't think Michigan's very good. So uh Indiana's a great story mm-hmm. and uh have a kind of a dynamic player at quarterback.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, I think I'm going to get on that Indiana bandwagon. Uh when you think Indiana, you don't think of a football team. You think of basketball back in Bobby Knight's days and so forth. But, uh, oh, they've earned it. Uh, Indiana, they can, they can play with the big boys of college football. So uh, I, I look for those guys to keep winning. Notre Dame, coming off that big win, plays Boston College. And Boston
3: College gave Clemson issues. Any chance of a letdown for Notre Dame? I don't think they'll play as well as they did last week. Uh, I do – B.C. has got a pretty – I
4: want to say their quarterback transferred from Notre Dame, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, they've played well. I think it'll be a a fun game to watch. I think Notre Dame will find a way to win
3: it, though.
0: Yeah, that could be a good close game. Uh, When a team beats the number one team in the country the next week, sometimes they struggle. So, we'll find out if that happens to Clemson.
3: Yeah, at Boston College, Mm. too. Uh, Interesting stat. Uh, Notre Dame opponents – uh, have only led for only 23 minutes all season. Hmm. So they've gotten out to Leeds, mm-hmm. and they've kept them. So they've done a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. We'll come back. We'll talk Florida, Arkansas. Stay with us. Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF
4: prevention security systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net.
2: The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet,
8: North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See
2: dealer for complete
8: details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and cafe con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off ice coffee happy hour from two until five p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe, good Cuban food served with a smile.
5: Gators Dockside is your Gators sports headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouthwatering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gators sports headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators.
4: This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator Insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pod Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m.
6: Pod Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend.
1: From recruiting season to the Gatorade Math, the Gators have made the stop! We are your source for all things college football. You are locked into ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF and online at WRUF.com.
0: At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com.
3: Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. We're going to go to our Campus USA called in line, Boxing Jim is there. Jim, got to
9: make it pretty quick, though. Hello. Okay, well, it's going to take just a second, Steve. Before I ask about the Gator offense, I wanted to tell Steve Sperry. I sent him a picture of he and Tom Coughlin up at Jacksonville when he was coaching the Redskins, and do you remember getting the picture, Coach?
0: Yeah, I remember that. appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, Shane, were you with us that day? I I was there, yeah. Yeah, Shane was with us that day also. Mm
9: Mm-hmm. I thought you could use the picture, maybe put in your new restaurant that I'm looking forward to eating at now. My question was, he he said uh, uh, that I had to hurry. Uh, Is it my imagination as a Gator offense like last Saturday in Georgia, playing Georgia and the previous games, does it look like the offense kind of bogs down or slows down in the second half?
0: Well, you know, a lot of our offense is bogged down in the second half after we had a big lead. Uh you the, had it won. <laughs> well, the game at Tennessee we had thirty five, gosh, with ten minutes left in the second quarter. And uh yep. anyway. We, we didn't score after that. And that was uh and then I remember one game here in the swamp we had Auburn thirty five to three at half and it ended up thirty five to three or seven, maybe it's seven at half, I don't know. But sometimes when you get way ahead, you mentally just say, hey, let's don't do anything stupid. Let's make some first downs. Let's let that clock keep running. If the other team only has so many possessions, then you're not going to lose a game. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, they, if they would learned to <laughs> run that clock, they might have a Super Bowl championship right now instead of New England. So when, you, when you're ahead, your play calling does change a little bit. You can't just always put your foot on the pedal, as some people think. Uh, I mean, you could... You can do that and maybe maybe just keep scoring, but the object is to win the game. And to run that clock out uh, to win the game is uh, usually the smartest way to do it.
9: Okay, I wanted to tell Shane and Steve Russell that I watched the interview on Channel 20 where they were standing, had the stadium in the background, and uh, Shane was talking about when he was the quarterback and how he came from, I think, Field String. I enjoyed the interview. I always enjoyed the show, and uh, uh Steve and uh, but Steve and Shane, you're you're certainly two of my favorite uh, go, uh, Gators. So uh, y'all have a good day and uh, nice talking to you. Right, Appreciate
0: it. Thank Thanks.
3: Thank you, Jim. Thanks. Okay, the last couple of minutes here. Shane, Florida, Arkansas. You know, I, I, people, this is a trap game. I, You've got to get ready to play each game, but give Arkansas and what Sam Pittman has done credit because they've gone from not winning an SEC game to being a, a, a credible team.
4: Well, I think Sam Pittman, regardless of what the
3: record is at the end of the
4: year, probably should be the coach of the year in the conference. Uh, I think Florida wins this game handily. Uh, Arkansas has been a great story, um, but they're not very good. He doesn't have great talent there right now. And and what they're going to do is they know we're explosive on offense. He's probably going to play us how they played an Ole Miss and Mississippi State, Mm -hmm. make us drive the length of the field, rush three. But but Trask is smart enough and accurate enough and patient. He will take in dink and dunk. And I I think we win this game handily.
0: Well, I tell you what, we've been pretty good about not getting too up after games. Uh, Dan Mull and his staff do a good job with that. Uh, But Arkansas is a little bit better than a lot of people thought. I think I read somewhere before the season that, uh, in recruiting over the last four or five years, Arkansas was like number 25. That's not bad at all. No, not bad at all. So Sam Pittman inherited some ball players. I mean, it wasn't as bad as 0 uh, O and whatever they were in conference games. You know, they were 0-18 or something like that. So he he just got to get he got those guys believing. You know, we're put to work in. We can do this. Got two good uh, coordinators there and he sets the mindset for the team and so forth. Uh, somebody said it would hurt more if, if one of their play callers were, were out for the game instead of the head coach. But uh, that guy has done a heck of a job. He really has. And uh, their their players play with great effort, and they're believing they got a chance to beat us. So uh, we, we got to play well to beat these guys. And Barry Odom has done a good job mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. Real
3: quickly, um, Felipe Franks is coming back. Coach, if you were coaching – and Frank's coming back. Do you have to change signals because of Felipe Franks and what you
0: do? Uh, I don't know uh, how much uh, signals we're talking about from the sideline yes. into the game. Yes. Uh, I think we have two or three guys that do that, don't we, Shane? Yeah, they got uh,
4: – po- uh, every coach we signals, do job. Yeah. signals to his position group. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Even if Felipe gave them the whole playbook mm-hmm. and this is what the signals are, by the time Billy Gonzalez and signal signal it in, we're snapping at the, the ball. Line. You're at the yeah. line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: That, that eliminates Steven, saved us a little bit.
3: Okay. Well, that's going to do this. This time just goes by so fast. And I always enjoy being with the Gator QB, Shay Matthews, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Brad, thank you for producing the show. And we thank you for listening. We'll do it again next week after Florida, Arkansas. And look ahead to another Gator football game, we hope. Uh, sets up next. Sports scene at noon. Stay tuned right here. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM. W. at? Worry less and connect more with Crime Prevention Security Systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime Prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville, and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care.
1: Broadcasting live from the Anna Jar levine Studios, Anna Jar levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. It's intercepted by Florida Touchdown Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle With former Gator QB Shane Matthews WRUF's Steve Russell And Hall of Famer, the head ball coach Steve Spurrier <laughs> If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehudlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. What? Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown! Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by the University of Florida's ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications,
9: the flagship of the Florida Gators,
1: WR.